Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Slick Serials, Kindle Vellas in Review. I am Thaddeus Madaus, and I would like to thank everybody for tuning in this week and sticking with us. Um, the show should hopefully be being posted more regular now as my schedule for the summer begins to clear up. We're really going to try to aim for two reviews minimum a week. Sometimes we'll get three if things are going well. So if you like here what we're doing on the podcast, make sure to subscribe and follow so you get all of our latest reviews. Um, before we get started with today's new episode um, revolving around a mystery of a young teenage girl, um, just want to do two quick other notes. Um, if you like what we're doing here and you want us to take a look at your potential serial, um, let us know by contacting our email in the podcast description, uh, slickserials at gmail.com. And then one last thing, uh, if you're looking to try a new dystopian adventure serial, I've got a written one called Journeys, Tales from the End of the World. Uh, we're at about a dozen or so episodes up right now, so give it a whirl. Um, without further ado, though, let's go and jump into the meat of this episode's story, uh, a, a vela titled Memento Moira by Sheena C. Hayes. So the summary for it is... Moira thought she was doing something good. She thought nobody would even bother to notice the dregs of society enough to note how she dealt with them. She thought wrong. The wrong, or the worst kind of pe person noticed. Someone like her. Someone who isn't bound to normal rules. Whose ability extended far beyond what people were supposed to be capable. Now they're after her, bringing her down one secret at a time. Secrets she didn't even know she had. Making her question who she is and what she's done. I feel like I want to add like a dun-dun <laughs> for the uh, mystery elements to this alone. Um, so quick notes on this one. So this is kind of more of a genre mix here. It mixes elements of mystery, some, some of like a sci-fi thriller aspect, and then a little bit of a romance tinge as well, as it kind of takes place in the you know teenage girl and high school's um, you know, life to me, there's a lot of shades of like a kind of Veronica Mars mixed with like sci-fi thriller, um, elements, you know, the character is, I don't want to say like a snarky necessarily, but is very much kind of like on the outcast of a, so like your normal typical social ladder in a high school. Um, all the kids in high school very much act like high schoolers i.e. there's people that are really nice and friendly, there's ones that are, you know, a little bit more flirty, and then there's just your typical grade-A jerks. Um, so everything in here is written very much like parts of how I remember high school, how a lot of us might remember high school. Um, some of the characters and the dialogue that they kind of have with each other is very well written, it just it all feels natural, things like that. Uh, Moira's got a good friend named Lonnie, who really seems like a real one, who is kind of like, uh, they're setting her up to be at this point kind of like a, a ride or die to a certain degree, um, while being independent enough to make her own choices, have her own actions. Um, Moira, you know, in the first three episodes, is set up with a very obvious, like, a, you know, high school crush scenario um, with a boy named Trevor that feels 
way, way, way more natural than a lot of other romantic subplots that I've read so far on Vela. Um, I will say, like, just I know that I'm not the typical audience for reading romance in Vela's. So for me, when I read something like this and it doesn't come across as kind of a weird creep factor, it really draws me in because it's way more natural. Not to say that I'm a po- I'm like I'm not opposed to romances at all. I just want it to feel like a natural interaction with another human, which is very much what Moira is when she's interacting with her crush here. So again, massive props here. It's you know to a degree it it reads very high schoolish, like yeah, everything's natural and stuff, and nothing feels forced and weird and kind of gross. So big props to Sheena for kind of writing it in that way. Um, couple things here, just in general, I thought that the kind of, they blended well, the mystery elements, you're kind of wondering what's happening a lot in this Vela. Um, you're just like, okay, I understand bits and parts of it, but there's always like one or two kind of, you know, breadcrumb trails to follow after for certain threads, um, without revealing too much here, like it said in the description, uh, Moira is not your typical teenager. There are weird things that are happening with her and her life that make her, you know, uniquely built for situations like this. And it's set up in a way that there is an event that happens right away at the end of episode one that really kickstarts kind of everything into overdrive. Um, you kind of feel like a run, run, run scenario after that. And really Moira is kind of like a, um, I don't know why this is the, the, the image I get, but it's kind of like in your head, you have like Tom Cruise is running from like set piece to set piece. And that's kind of Moira to a degree where it's like, she's running from like one you know situation to another and just dealing with it to the best of her ability. Um, overall, I really kind of thought this was a, an above average Vela. There's a couple things here that just don't jive for me in particular. I Not to say that this isn't for everyone, um, but one of the main things was is it was a little bit too fast. It really felt like they were trying to use all three episodes to kind of tell us everything we need to know about this in one go. You know, like tell us every kind of possible story beat, which is weird because it just it felt slightly unnatural to the degree where it's like they set up these characters and they set up the high school they're in. They set up relationships with parents and stuff and everything kind of just moves a little bit too fast. I wish we were able to spend more time with some of these characters first and flush them out a tiny bit more. But I mean, in general, I get why they did it. Um, and it's to set up the overarching, uh, narrative, which again, I, compared to a lot of Ella's, this has a very clear overarching plot. Um, you know exactly where this is going to go with episode four. There's nothing that is kind of, you're, you're not left wondering what's going to happen next kind of a thing um, when it comes to the overall plot. But it just, again, it moves a little bit too fast from um, set to set up for my own end. Um, in addition, there was. Uh, there's some action set pieces in here, which I like. I like how they did the action. It wasn't like this weird, overdone. Um, it's, it, like it's not like a weird like superhero esque thrown into a high schooler's life, right? Like all the action is very relatable and normal. Um, I will say though that 
it is slightly confusing just to read how some of this action kind of comes through. Um, just up until I say like episode three, where you get a real handle on why Moira is unique. Episodes one and two, it's a little bit confusing and jarring. And I'm guessing that was slightly intentional because it's like, we know that there's something kind of up with Moira, but she doesn't know the full fledge of what's up with her. Um, so it's a, I think it's an attempt to kind of like, hey, there's some mystery element to her and why she can do the things she can do. Um, for me, it was just, it was more confusing and like, I don't understand what they're trying to say way versus like a, I don't understand her abilities. So for me, it, like once episode three happened, you know, and there was a little bit of action there, again, it made more sense. Um, really the only other th- two things, and I'll be real quick, um, there is like one or two scenes where it feels like characters aren't necessarily characters, but more like a exposition dump. You know, it's it just like some of the conversations, like when they're talking specific to plot devices, that doesn't necessarily feel natural. It just feels like you're going to somebody up in a in a, you know they just tell you like a wall of text of everything you need to know, and then the other character is just immediately okay with it. Again, that's just kind of like how I read things. I'm not saying that's everybody, but to me, that's just kind of how it came across. Um, and then the, the last thing here is, like, I'm really on the fence for going for episode four because I think that the mystery element is one of the better ones I've read where I'm, like, trying to figure out what's next for Moira in this sense. But I do have a lot of just buyer's hesitation at 43 tokens for it. Which I mean, if they're if you're doing the cheapest token pack at like two dollars or you know for two hundred coins or whatever, it's you know a non significant amount. It's like twenty percent of your the two dollar one compared to other ones where it's like six or seven tokens. So again, for me, I'm probably gonna pass right now because I've I've got a glutton of stuff to read. Um, might come back to it here. I'm interested to to actually follow and see how many episodes this is when it's done because i think this is probably an extremely bingeable read where it's like i think i could get this done you know catch up on like 20 episodes or something like in an afternoon so i really want to see where it's at when it's done um and then probably come back to it because i think to me this is one where it, it reads less like a novel more like a vela which i appreciate it just for right now it's a little bit too much for what I want. So it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not necessarily in the mood to read something like this over the period of a couple months, but I can certainly see myself a weekend in November just being like, huh, I want kind of a good sci-fi-ish mystery to kind of go after. So this is one for me where I'm definitely going to come back. I just don't think right now this summer is going to be the time for me. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, Memento Moira. If I had to give it like a rating, I would give it a solid, you know, seven or eight out of 10. You know, it's enough to keep me interested. Um, I did it. You know, I, I read them all kind of straight. I didn't have to like force myself to read it at any point. So yeah, again, give it a, a look up. I'll put the link in the description here. Um, I do think this is going to be right up some reader's alley like if you at all kind of like i don't know it reads a little bit like young adult-ish um but not in a way where it's like you're talking down to the audience so i think this is going to be very much up certain people's alley um just not for me in this particular moment in time but i can appreciate what the author did for a lot of the stuff here 
Um, so yeah, that's going to be another episode of Slick Serials. Thanks for tuning in. we got a couple more here coming out for you soon that I'm really looking forward to. Until next time, guys, keep on reading. <laughs>